We don't sugarcoat shit. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Hello, Renegade Nation. This is Everly Isby. Connecting the dots right here on Renegade Talk Radio. How are you doing today? Let me just turn this down here. Fade it on out. Okay, sorry about that. Anyway, I, I really seriously, how are you doing? Because I hope you're holding up. Because I, I am so done with this election campaign. I'm beside myself. Let the nightmare be over. It is the most hysterical, off-the-wall, crazy presidential race this country has ever seen. Probably in the history of mankind itself. I am so tired of both of their faces, I don't want to look at them ever again. Just let it be over. Let the chips fall where they may, and we'll figure it out from there. This country is falling apart at the seams, and its banking corporatocracy and the politicians they have controlled over the generations in their greed and self-interest has brought us to this moment. (laughs) And what we're witnessing is corruption on such a massive scale, with the wedges being insinuated between democratic, I mean demographic groups of this woman, black versus white, rich versus poor. It's all just a distraction, renegade nation. It's a distraction from the colossal financial fraud and political corruption that's going on. As I look, you know, as I was looking for news and information to do this show, no matter where I turn, it's just about this fucked up election election, and the ongoing speculation as to what will happen should Hillary win or what will happen when Trump wins. Oh, Renegade Nation, what a waste of time and life. So anyway, after days of exhausting myself and depressing myself, looking for something that's new and different, all I was seeing was this election avalanche of crap. I thought, you know, I don't want to do a show. I don't want to do it. Scotty, please beam me up. I went off the planet now. But in the end, I decided I will do a quick wrap-up on the status of this election to date. Renegade Nation, how many email leaks are we talking about so far? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Anonymous, which provided WikiLeaks with the Podesta emails, along with the NSA, too, joining the ranks of exposing this crap through WikiLeaks, because the intelligence community does not want Hillary in. She's risked their lives, the lives of agents in the field. She's, she's risked, they had to shut down certain field operations because of, she was exposing their names and what was going on in her insecured emails. And according to an article written by a retired CIA officer, which I have the link for you, it's really a good article, he said quite a bit. But here's just a couple of his lines, because this pretty much says it all. He said, quote, Nobody uses a private email server for official business. Period. Full stop. Classified and unclassified information do not mix. They don't travel in the same streams, through the same pipes. They move in clearly well-defined channels so that never the twain shall meet. Mixing them together is unheard of and a major 
criminal offense, unquote. So, Anonymous has claimed <laughs> that all of the 33,000 bleach-bit deleted emails will similarly be released by tomorrow, November 1st, because this is Halloween. It's October 31st, 2016. Oh, happy Halloween, Renegade Nation. But anyway, tomorrow, November 1st, we, the WikiLeaks is going to release what they promise will be, quote, the complete undoing of the Democratic Party. We are purposefully holding them back so that they don't have time to replace Hillary, unquote. In addition to the emails, Anonymous also says that there are six videos, one, quote, that documents Hillary slandering and being racist toward a female African-American. The amount of hatred seen on her face will be worse than a hundred Trump tapes, unquote. And, you know, I heard about that uh, a week or so ago. I can't remember where, uh... But it was, um, I believe it was right after the second debate um, between Hillary and Trump. And it was taking place backstage. This takes place after it's over. Uh, and Matt Lauer um, from Mainstream Media was doing a quick interview with Hillary. And he asked a question that was not on the uh, approved questions list put out by the Hillary's campaign. Uh, it was a question, I believe, regarding the email scandals, uh, most probably. And I guess she just lit into Lauer, threatening his career. And then she turned at some point to someone on her campaign staff who was standing nearby and then lit into her. That's the African-American woman that is referenced, I believe, by Anonymous. Uh, it was said that her true side was exposed and it wasn't pretty, Renegade Nation. <laughs> I, you know, what's really funny is, is that when I heard about this whole Matt Lauer incident, I told a few people about it, and every single one of them responded exactly the same way. They said to me, oh, was it recorded? Was it filmed? Good God, if it was, it needs to be released to the public. So, all I can say, Renegade Nation, is stay tuned. Looks like it's coming our way as of tomorrow, the 1st of November. You know, Renegade Nation, I just, I really think that Hillary should just stand down for the good of the country instead of trying to fulfill her personal goal of being the first female president. I mean, whoop to do It's not like that's going to make any difference. There are plenty of world leaders out there who are female. And the U.S. is going to miraculously change for the better with a woman in the White House, with Hillary? I'm absolutely amazed that there are people out there who believe in her, that they cannot see the pathical liar that she is, a money laundering, drug dealing murderer, a war hawk who believes that we should provoke Russia into World War III. Oh, and speaking of that, if anyone believes the lies that Hillary has been spewing in blaming Russia for what the U.S. and its allies have been doing in Syria, if anyone believes her statement that it's Russia who has been tampering with the elections and hacking into the DNC computers, I mean, she's called Putin the new Hitler and is a proponent continually of continuing the aggressive actions ongoing against Russia by the U.S. and NATO that I've spoken into in past shows. 
Russia is not someone we want to mess with. I mean, even beyond, you know, what I told you about, um, you know, like the USS Donald Cook incident a couple of years ago, where the Russian jet fighter totally disarmed one of our state-of-the-art Navy vessels, leaving it dead in the water without firing a shot. There's also this little tidbit of info on Russia's military capabilities. Here we go. This came uh, from InfoWars, Alex Jones thing. And it says, in response to warmongering by the administration and its globalist masters, Russia has unveiled a new nuclear-capable missile that carries enough firepower to destroy the area, an area the size of Texas. The RS-28 Sarmat missile, codenamed Satan-2 by NATO, has a maximum speed of, get this, 4.3 miles per second and has been designed to outmaneuver anti-missile systems. It has a maximum range of 6,213 miles. The Satan II is capable of striking major cities on the American East and West Coasts if the U.S. starts a war with Russia. According to the Russian news network uh, Zvezda, the RS-28 Sarmat missile is said to carry, listen, Renegade Nation, 16 40-megaton thermonuclear warheads. There you go. And she wants to keep punching at Russia, accusing it of everything, aggravating it, trying to provoke it. I think Russia's far too smart to fall for that crap, but if she gets in the White House, oh, man. Renegade Nation, I have to ask a question of you. Do you think Clinton is fit to be president? Or do you know people who believe in her? I mean, I know that there are people out there who do, but it just boggles the mind. What is wrong with these people that they cannot see the Clinton criminal syndicate for what it is? Hillary has already stated as an example that the Clinton Foundation will continue if she becomes president. But it's already been proven that money laundering and pay-to-play pandering with foreign interests and foreign governments is the modus operandi that was at play while Hillary was Secretary of State. Is that okay with people? Or do they believe maybe that she's being set up by the Republican Party and all of the slander, the long list of people close to the Clintons who have mysteriously died over the last 30 years or more? That all that stuff is just made up? Seriously, Renegade Nation? I want to be clear here, and I've said it before, I'm not for either candidate, because I don't believe in the political system in any way, shape, or form, because it doesn't function in the interests of the people or the continental United States. My stance is, it's a con game, plain and simple. But I'm just constantly amazed at the successful brainwashing campaign that leads people to think that their vote counts and that it's a patriotic duty to do so. It just leads me to admire the brilliant shrewdness of those who have been behind the brainwashing of the American people. I have to give them that. They are brilliant. Machiavellian and Orwellian, but brilliant. 
Okay, Renegade Nation, I'm taking a break here. When I come back, I'm going to talk about the Bundy not guilty verdict up in Oregon. It's an important case because it's not about the Bundys or the Hammonds. It's about the blatant corruption of our justice system. I don't know what you've heard about this not guilty verdict and what happened as a result, but it is about the corruption of our justice system, and that is actually an oxymoron justice system, if I've ever heard one. Be back very shortly, my friend. Blunt. Do you like to be blunt? Absolutely. We don't sugarcoat shit. Listen, Listen Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear things you've never heard before. Renegade Talk Radio. Hello again, Renegade Nation. This is Everly Isby, connecting the dots, right here on Renegade Talk Radio. So, um, I just wanted to say... thing with one hand and talk at the same time. I guess I can't do this very well. So anyway, I just had to, instead of just, I, I, I'm, a, I'm not a veteran at this yet. <laughs> so uh, now I'm going to talk about that not guilty verdict in Oregon, you know, the Bundy trial. And I have to give it to the jury who managed to see through the shenanigans of the kangaroo court that was doing everything they could to get the jury to send the Bundys and the others into prison for the rest of their lives. They were withholding vital ed of evidence brought by the defense. You name it, the court did it. All I can say is thank God the jury had their thinking caps on. I've linked a Paul Stramer release, which links to a few articles on the not, jur not guilty verdict. Uh, but what I found really insightful was down in the comments section of Stramer's site. And here's a couple of them I'm going to quote. Um, this first one is from a woman named Patricia House. And she said, All of the occupiers of the Malheur National Wildlife Reserve in Oregon have been found innocent of all charges by a jury of their peers. The marshals refused to release the innocent Bundys, whom they've held illegally for eight-plus months, and have tortured while imprisoned. The marshals violently attacked the attorney of Eamon Bundy in court and tased him when he asked for the proof of their authority to hold men found innocent. They did not present their proof of authority, but instead arrested and charged the attorney for defending his client. This is lawlessness within the marshal's department and treason of the highest order. Thank you, Patricia House. Right on. Can you believe this, Renegade Nation? Okay, this is, this is another comment by a woman named Margie Sayre. And uh, she said, just two lines here, The Bundys won on the lack of federal legislative jurisdiction over land that was not ceded to the United States. That defense has never lost if properly presented. My friend also won a federal case on that defense as well. In Renegade Nation, that should prove to you that the federal government's actions, not only on the Bundy Ranch and the standoff at the Malheur Reserve in Oregon, is all illegal. They have no jurisdiction. But since most people are ignorant of the facts, they just buy the government and mass media statements of criminality on the part of these innocent civilians who were forced to do what they did 
since any attempts to find remedy in the past was not addressed legally by the government itself. In today's courts, since the federal government's abuse of how they term the charge of conspiracy, as it stands today, they do not actually have to prove you committed a crime. And as a result, their conviction rates have soared to over 98%. It's the way they make money off of us all. Just throw everybody in prison, whether you're guilty or not. <laughs> For the Bundys to be acquitted of these charges is a mind-blowing event when it is virtually impossible to win in court when juries just assume the government walks on water. So thank God for this jury in Oregon. They saw through the bullshit. Bravo. Anyway, the protest at the Malheur National Wildlife Refuge over the government's claim to land ended in bloodshed, and the police shot and killed an unarmed man getting out of his car, and then were shooting at women and children in the car. The attitude of some police has degenerated to the point where we are the enemy to be hunted and killed for their pleasure. The FBI effectively just murdered one individual. The FBI's special agent in charge of that whole thing, his name is Greg Bretzing. Don't forget that, Greg Bretzing. Here's what he said, and I quote, they had ample opportunity to leave the refuge peacefully. And as the FBI and our partners has clearly demonstrated, actions are not without consequence. Unquote. Can you believe that, Renegade Nation? These people actually believe they have that kind of power and authority. They can just break the law at will. They're above the law. Well, the jury has acquitted those who stood up against this government's outrageous abuse, although they're still in prison. You know, and this reminds me of, you know, you know where the blacks are going wrong with the uh, Black Lives Matter? They're isolating themselves. They should create a movement that all lives matter, and then there will be greater strength in numbers across all races, religions, and genders. That's just common sense to me, renegade nation. But just perhaps this Bundy verdict will be viewed as a tipping point in our struggle for Are your freedoms being destroyed by free speech? Shut up! Then fucking stay here and be blunt about it. Shut up! Will you shut up? Be right back. Well, hello again. This is Everly Isby. Connecting the dots right here on Renegade Talk Radio. And as I said before this last break, I want to talk about Standing Rock. Have you heard about that? Uh, It's it's a a protest that's going on. And what it is is a pipeline infrastructure project that's being built across sacred tribal lands in Minnesota uh, over ancient burial grounds and environmentally fragile lands and waterways. So there's a lot of protesters, not just the tribal nations uh, people, but, you know, just average Americans are showing up in support. And so, of course, we have the militarized mercenaries that are tear-gassing and arresting people right and left, even non-protesters that are just there as observers, like journalists, are being arrested for no reason. They're just doing their jobs. As an example, there was this one producer, I heard about this through a guy who works with her, uh, 
she was at that protest and and she was acting as a journalist. She was arrested and they held her with no charges for over 50 hours and her film and media content were not returned to her upon her release. Now, she's facing federal charges that could land her in prison for over 40 years. For what, Renegade Nation? All of these actions are illegal, but the corporations involved pay big money to the paid corporate mercenaries acting as alleged police to uphold these illegal actions. The counties and the states bend over. Justice and fair play, non-existent. Business as usual, right? It pisses people off at the injustice, but hey, everyone says, what can I do about it, right? I mean, obviously, protesting doesn't work. Violence or property damage to these corporations' property, as another means of protest, would really get someone into trouble with the authorities, facing prison sentences and fines up the yin-yang, then you lose everything. And who needs that, right? It gives the corporations the perfect opportunity to ramp up their violence against us. The people can't win. Nothing can be done. So let's all piss and moan and wail. Develop ulcers from the stress of living in a society that is so unfair. We all shut down, check out, take drugs, and numb out. That's the general picture, isn't it, Renegade Nation? It's happening more and more across society these days too, isn't it? How can we possibly turn it all around? Those we elect into government from the city on up take office and then seem to immediately go in the opposite direction of their campaign platforms. Happens more often than not. And the people don't seem to exist any longer. Uh, until, that is, they're running for office again, then all of a sudden, we're all important. (laughs) But uh, I've talked about all this before, you know. But, you know, the county and state governments are not legitimate any longer because they incorporated with the federal corporation as franchises to it, which changes their jurisdiction from the law of the land, where they're supposed to be, and also superior to the federal, by the way. No, they joined the federal in the law of the sea, which is international jurisdiction of commercial corporate law. A far cry from the Constitution and the foundations that guarantee our power to dictate to the governments as the sovereigns we are. The governments are not sovereign, we are. With the greed and corruption that results in this situation that has been created, behind our backs, they also illegally changed our personal political status to, so that they could rape, pillage, and plunder all aspects of our lives, steal all of our assets, public and private, and the country has and is being gutted. They changed us from free, sovereign people to federal citizens, to U.S. citizens, to citizens of the United States. <laughs> Instead of the government working for us, they turn the tables and consider us to be working for them. Instead of us being their employers, they've turned us into their employees with all of our rights stripped from us at their whim. The solution to all this? In one word, expatriation, renegade nation. 
Now, most people think that expatriation involves leaving the country and living somewhere else on the planet, and that people do do that in, in growing numbers, by the way. A lot of people are leaving the United States of America, expatriating that way. But what I'm talking about is expatriating ourselves from the federal citizen status that they've turned us into without our knowledge or consent, and repatriating ourselves back to the land jurisdiction where we actually belong as free, sovereign American nationals and where they have no jurisdiction over you. I'd like to explain it all to you, Renegade Nation, but I'm not your teacher. I'm just a talk show host. But this has to do with the reality of what kind of court system, judicial system that we currently have operating in regards to this, this whole thing with the Bundys and all that. What we have now, as opposed to the kind of court and judicial system we are owed, the kind of government we are owed, I will say that the courts we do have are admiralty courts, whether it be city, county, state, or federal. That's why the Bundys are still in prison, even though the jury found them not guilty. That's why the attorney was a tased in court and arrested because he was defending his client. The court didn't like the attorney pointing out the law to them. How dare you? The fact is, is that when someone is found not guilty of charges made against them, they're supposed to be immediately freed. But they don't have to do that in an admiralty court under statutory law. And that's also why the journalist is now facing erroneous charges that could lead to 40 years in prison if she doesn't know how to effectively fight the charges they've made against her for doing her First Amendment job, reporting the truth. Here's an example of the power of taking back our correct political status. And this comes once again from Anna Von Wright's and she's, it's her comments regarding the Standing Rock situation. I've linked it for you. Um, and I'll, I'll directly read some parts of it, of her writing on this subject. She says, starts off by saying, it's just a pipeline being constructed by men whose only motive is greed and the material advantages of finding the shortest distance between point A and point B. And so there is a standoff. Naked greed on one side versus outraged incredulity on the other, and there is absolutely no way for these two viewpoints to communicate with each other, because the pipeline barons don't believe in God or nature, and the natives believe in nothing else. Both sides can speak English now, but it doesn't matter. After 500 years, the problem remains, and it is still the same. So then these corporations, they call in their Pinkertons, their for-hire commercial mercenaries, and they just bulldoze through everything and everyone and get the, what they want at any cost. So then she goes on to show about the power of expatriation in regards to this incident at, at Standing Rock. How by renouncing your U.S. Citizen, citizenship and coming back to your birthright status as an American national... This is the power we really have and that they have worked so hard to deprive us of. So I'll go back to Anna here again. As a quick end run around the whole problem at Standing Rock, let me suggest that you call public meetings in the impacted counties and bring the people who are willing to stand up and renounce federal citizenship together. 
sign your acts of expatriation and renew your alliance to the actual land and soil of your birth. The Minnesota state, not the state of Minnesota, for example, and act as the unincorporated body politic of your county on the land. Acting in that capacity, invoke your power as the actual landlords of Minnesota and say, uh, Mr. Big Oil Company, we appreciate your position and wish to counter offer. We need an $800 million cash bond to be posted to cover initial remediation costs in case there's any damage to our soil or water. Here are the names of the local banks we want you to post the money with, and here are the names of the three people we have directly appointed to oversee all determinations regarding the existence of damage and the deployment of your funds. Also, we'll be needing a transfer fee of $10 per barrel of everything flowing through the pipeline as it enters and leaves our county. There, Renegade Nation, that's what you can do if you're an American state national and take your place on the land jurisdiction is that you can tell where these corporations, whether it be government or private corporations of another kind, wanting to impose their interests over yours. The article goes on, and it's a really important read. Inherently, though, we can choose to live as free men and women and be part of the free, sovereign, and independent people of the United States, whether you be North Dakotans, Wisconsinites, Texans, and so forth. That's the root I'm talking about, Renegade Nation. It's all just common sense once you understand the difference between being a U.S. citizen and an American state national. As more Americans recognize these facts and expatriate back to their true political status, we also gain the power to tell the federal, state, and county governments no to anything that does not serve our interests because they'll know that we know that they don't have jurisdiction or authority over us. As long as we don't harm others or anybody else's property, we can live our lives as we choose, and we have the power and authority. That's the way it was set up. That's why it got just, just totally obliterated. It's under so much red tape that people don't know what the what is anymore. That's why you have to educate yourself. But the immensity of this change, the idea of this whole thing of, of taking back your political status, is yet to even hit home for many of the Native Americans at Standing Rock, or anywhere across the continent for that matter, for the average human American born in this country. Most people don't have any clue about any of this because they chose to leave you ignorant in the education that they provided us. <laughs> Many are so indoctrinated into the uh, federal system that they cannot yet grasp that they are heirs along with all the rest of us in something so much greater and so much better. People keep making reference to federal code not quite understanding yet that federal code no longer applies to them once they step over the line and come back home to live as Americans. That's what it comes down to, Renegade Nation. If you want to change the system that is destroying our lives and our country, you have to understand the root of the problem and pull that weed out by the root so that it can't grow back. All of what I just talked into here 
It's all on the books. It's all lawful. As I've said before, a great first step is to get the book, as I've said many times. It's called, you know there's a problem when, dot, 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 an American Affidavit of Probable Cause by Anna Maria Reitzinger and James Clinton Belcher. I can't recommend that enough. I hope you've bought it already, Renegade Nation. Anybody listen out there? And if you haven't, you can buy it on Amazon. You can get a, the regular book, probably around twenty-something dollar range, or you can get the ebook for about three bucks. It's a great investment because once you understand the facts, the truth of this, they can't lie to you anymore. They can't take advantage of you through your ignorance. It does require some effort on your part, though, Renegade Nation. I mean, most of our lives we've been treated as children, and we've gotten used to just allowing them and trusting them to be protecting us and working in our best interests, because, after all, it's what we pay them for. If you don't wish to be treated as a child, you have to grow up and take responsibility to know the facts. So you have to actually extra exercise some brain neurons, Renegade Nation. You have to relearn how powerful you can actually be. Buy the ebook for starters. Then start sharing the information with others and talk about it. If you don't understand something, start asking questions of those who do understand. They are ready, willing, and able to help you understand. And it's in your very vital interest to live your life on your own terms. No one has the authority to force you to buy anything you don't want. No one has the authority to tell you what doctors you can see or can't see, to eat what they tell you to eat. It goes on and on, down the line, you name it. They're trying to, they're trying to dictate to you. Don't let them. You have the inherent right to live your life as you choose. No one knows you better than yourself. But if you want to be taken care of and molly-coddled to death for the rest of your lives, remain a child. Remain a useless eater, as they refer to us. It's your choice, Renegade Nation. Okay, so that's my rant for today. I hope you can see the truth of what I'm saying. If you don't, that's okay, too. But hey, I just wanted to let you know I'm finally on Facebook now. Just look up Everly Isby. Um, I was really busy and I haven't been able to get around to it. So my apologies to you, but I am there now. So you can feel free to comment on any of my shows. Uh, but I will ask you right here and now that if you wish to comment on what I say on my show, even if you totally disagree with me on anything, that's okay. But I ask you to respond as an intelligent person with insightful and constructive criticisms or I'll block you. I just don't have time for belligerent or disrespectful shitheads. If you want to be nice, constructive, you can agree or disagree with me. I don't really care. And I look forward to hearing from you, Renegade Nation. Okay, I'm calling it a, a day here. I will be back. Once again, happy Halloween. And we'll see you again very soon.